1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Marcus Theaters. There's a big difference between watching a movie and getting lost in one. Find out what Marcus Theaters means by getting tickets to a hot new release at MarcusTheaters.com. Now a guy <laughs> yeah. who went to bed on time on. last night did not care about the draft that much. <laughs> Good morning, Gary. How well, you had a... Your Lions, I should say. They picked early. They picked second. The Lions picked second and 12th. Yeah. They, they moved up. Steelers were 20. Are you happy paid with attention, these? Paid attention to what the Packers were doing, of course. <laughs> the Steelers the, the took Jordan, the quarterback. More, more defensive players. Yeah. Both, yep. the, both of your teams took hometown products. Yeah, that was interesting. You know, the Lions getting Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan. That was definitely a crowd pleaser. And the, the Steelers picking up Kenny Pickett, which was kind of – that one was talked about a lot. That that would be that you know that's where the need and the availability would collide. So we'll see. They have time. Yeah, they, it'll take four years before we know how this draft went. Always, and you know, in the case of the Lions, the, these guys will be out winning Super Bowls with other teams. So, oh, does that? Uh, what is it? A, is it a Spectrum ad? Uh, no, it's a AT and T ad. AT and T. Yeah, he's uh, talking to Lily. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he's talking about, you know, how those first 12 years were very special and you'll never forget them. You'll never forget them, but right. time yeah. to move on. Life-changing, wink. Do, Lions, yeah. do Lions fans feel good for him? Just yeah, they do. Yeah, now people, okay. were, people were overwhelmingly happy for him here. Yeah, I so. think I could be happier for him. If be the team if who beat the 49ers, the you know, the 49ers, <laughs> yeah, well, you know how that goes. We anyway. will start. Uh, with this this morning, a question for you, Gary, from okay. a listener. Are you ready? All right. I'm putting my Karnak hat on. All right. Well, who know, who remembers what that I was going to say. I, 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 <laughs> that one just went over a bunch of people's heads. Now that the fan vote uh, has it, it ends today, can you ask Gary if he thinks the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will ever be transparent and reveal the actual vote totals for the induct or for all the inductions like baseball does? Absolutely not. Okay. Never. Never. Um, you know, they, they reveal the fan vote. They do reveal what the fan vote is, but not. But they. I don't think you'll ever see them reveal the professional vote. No. Wait, wait. Yeah, I think they'll keep that. Was... They'll keep that close to the vest. Uh, if the fans had their way, fan uh, vote they... ends today. Can you ask Gary if he thinks the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will ever be transparent and reveal the actual vote total? Oh, I guess he is asking about. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, th- I think that that question is: Will they ever talk about the total right. vote? Okay. You know, the fan vote you can see online at, uh, at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's website. And okay. If the, fan, if the fans had their way, the class of 2022 would be Duran Duran, Eminem, Pat Benatar, Eurythmics, and Dolly Parton, who 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 said, if elected, she will not serve. Um, so, you know, that would be the, that would be the fan vote. I don't think you'll see that whole thing. Yeah. I don't think it'll pan out quite like that, but we'll see. I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's a year for Pat Benatar. You know, it's, it's high time for that. I would really love to see the MC five finally get in. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. And uh, I think, I think Duran Duran gets in. Too. All right. Let's, all right. So Duran Duran is leading in the Hall of Fame. They're leading by a fan, long shot. Fan ballot. But that doesn't mean anything because Pat Benatar did really good a year or two ago. Right. Pat, yeah. And Judas Priest did well. Yeah. And, you know, it's time for them to get in, too. So if Dolly won't serve, um, let's do uh, 
you know, was what Judas Priest did finally. So it's almost like they say, what do you guys think? And then they go, nah, you're wrong. Uh, you know, yeah, that was Todd Rundgren's hangout. Was he felt he felt that you know they kind of jobbed the fans by giving them sort of this supposed say so in the vote, and then you know, no, but you know, they listen. The hall is the one thing the Rock Hall is upfront about is that this this fan vote will comprise one ballot. So all those fans who are voting, however many hundreds of thousands or millions. All those fans have the same weight as I do. You sent your ballot in, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. You want to talk about it? Uh, you know, I forget. Okay. Um, just, and I'm not being <laughs> coy about that. I, I sent it in very quickly. I do know I voted for Pat Benatar, the MC5, um, Judas Priest, Devo. For the life of me, I'm forgetting who the fifth one is. All right. No worries. Uh, Eddie Van Halen, we're, uh, is this leaking out the, the details of his will? Yeah, well, this is actually, it's not so much the details of all his will as it is just this one aspect of it. The Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation um, issued a press release saying that they did receive a seven-figure, um, you know, donation from, in, in, as part of Eddie's will. And he's been a longtime supporter. This wasn't out of the blue. He's been a longtime supporter of it. So they did not say what the exact figure was. Obviously, at least a million dollars. To Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation, which is great. They a million dollars work. is a lot of money, but is that one of the bigger donations to that cause? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. That's that's definitely uh, definitely Boy. up there. They do well, but you know they don't often have somebody reach into the pocket and and give them a million or more. Um, and Wolfgang, in a statement, you know that that was part of the press release, did say that he plans to continue his father's support and partnership uh, with the, with the foundation. Who is Eddie worth? They haven't said that. that. That hasn't come out. I would suspect he was, well, clearly he was worth multi-million dollars. I'm sure it's eight figures, if not nine. Yeah, he did well. well okay. He couldn't have bought Twitter, but but <laughs> yeah. I think he did. Uh, I think he he was he was in pretty good shape after all these years. What's this uh, CCR concert documentary? Is it just, is it, are we going to go into detail? Because those guys had some real fallouts back oh, yeah. in the 70s. Yeah. When they so the, when they called it quits, like brothers stop talking to brothers, right, right, right. Who are the two Fogartys? John and John and uh, the guy who's not John. Who was his brother? This is terrible. Fred, Jim, not Steve. Um, oh, yeah. this, is, this is awful because because I'm a fan too, and I and I always felt that that uh, Tom Tom Fogarty. okay Tom, Tom Fogarty. Fogarty okay, and I didn't even have to look. It just came to me. Good but, yeah, man, a, you, you dragged bad... it out of the brain swamp. Good. <laughs> They had a bad. They had a bad falling out. Uh, John had a falling out with everybody. But but they're not the first brothers who had a falling out. You got the Davies brothers. Yeah, you got the 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 Knopflers. Yeah, I think the Fogartys fell out before all of them. You know, because the Fogartys fell out in the early seventies, and I think it took the Davies um, until the mid seventies to fall out. And then you had everybody else: the uh, the the Gallagher's, the Robinsons. Right. Yeah. Whoever, whoever else, yeah. doesn't like each other. But in the case, in this case, so we've got a Creedence Clearwater revival documentary being made. It's it's actually going to revolve around footage from their 1970 performance at the Royal Albert Hall in England. You know that's been released as a as a live album, and they're you know, and so it'll that'll be the 
kind of the linchpin, and then there will be a documentary about the band that's going to be nominated by Jeff Bridges, who was a fan, and apparently there's all sorts of footage and archival interviews. They haven't said whether they're going to get new material or not, you know, if they're going to go out and get and talk to the guys, talk to the guys, the surviving guys now. Uh, but it should be interesting. I think just seeing the concert footage will be great because we've seen a lot of John Fogarty and we've seen Creedence Clearwater revisited, but we haven't seen a lot of Creedence Clearwater revival concert footage. So it should be exciting. And and let's just point out here, swing back to Van Halen, Eddie and Alex in a band, Brothers, never had these problems. They had problems with other guys they in the band. They had problems with other guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, with the with the the brothers you choose rather than the brothers you were born with. But in this case, blood was thicker than water. It was. It definitely was. Gene Simmons. Says, Gene Simmons says, uh, uh, "One kiss is probably not going to record another album." No, he uh, he was talking to a uh, British magazine and said, "You know, it's not. They're not feeling the pull to do it either creatively or commercially." And Gene, of course, being all about the money. You know, did make the point that, yeah, you, you spend a lot of money and a lot of time making new albums, and people will download them and stream them for free. And this, for, will be, this will be, for, go ahead. Okay, or for pennies. And this will be great news for the Kiss Army. They've invited Ace to join them on their tour, right? Right, and take this with a grain of salt. So here's the deal. Gene tweeted on Ace's birthday, which was on Wednesday, you know, happy 71st, Ace, uh, you know, and many more. The invitations still stand. Jump on stage with us for encores. The fans would love it. Okay, that's that's take that on on its face. But in Ace's case, it's like, yeah, you know, bring myself to the gig, get up on stage, play, have a great moment, and for what? In other words, do I get paid for this? You know, is, is so yeah, it's. You know, the invitations there, you know, yeah, if you happen to be in Poughkeepsie. So he has to get himself to the show? He can't be on the tour and That's... tour from city to city with him, and I show up for the encore? And no, this is that's just what, a... that's what Ace, the way Ace has portrayed it is. Yeah, there's an invitation for me to, you know, for me to get there and knock on the oh. stage door and say, okay, I'll play a couple songs during the encore. So, so you know that that hasn't been addressed yet mm. by Gene and Paul. I, you know, sorry, Kiss Army, get all fired up for nothing. And notice, notably, they have not invited Peter. So I don't know. Maybe for the last gig, you know, the last show on the tour, the last supposed the the next last Kiss show of all time. You know, they'll get Gene, they'll <laughs> Just, get Peter. Maybe, maybe they'll get Vinny, maybe a couple of the other guys, one of the Kulix. Um Eric, you know, and let's let him play. I think that would be a clue. Like if they had like all the guys there, you know, mm -hmm. or a good number of, you know, the the main cast, that might be the actual farewell show. The main could be. the main cast meaning the four guys, Peter Chris, well, Ace, right. yeah. The yeah. four guys, I think, you know, if you're a real Kiss Army member, you'd love to see Vinny Vincent. Are they all capable of performing? As level. far as we know, you know, we haven't seen much of Vinny and and uh, Peter, you know, but definitely. Because uh, you don't want to come out there in makeup, the big shoes, all of that stuff, the fire, the liver, the blood, and just kind of go and go. Well, they don't sound very good, <laughs> you know. That that you 
So you don't want to do that on the farewell tour, do you? No, you don't. No. But I mean, you don't. But so you know, I don't know. Give them some notice. Get them in shape. This reminds me of when Phil Sims and uh, Lawrence Taylor were at uh, a Giants game, and I don't remember what it was for. But Phil Sims was going to throw Lawrence Taylor a pass. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just part uh-huh. of the just a little fifteen yard pass, and you could hear Lawrence Taylor say to Phil Sims, "Don't throw it too hard." Right. You know. Yeah, you know, that, that that's like Kiss coming out and everyone going, not too much, okay, everybody. We we got to pace ourselves. That's 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 a that's a very apt uh, comparison. So we'll see what happens. I do I do believe there will be some meaningful reunion, certainly of the original four, and and maybe of more sometimes be, sometime before the tour is out. All right. So no new album from Kiss, at least that's what they're saying, but Journey has a new one coming out. Yes, they do. You know, we we actually we knew it was coming, but they finally announced uh announced some details about the the album which is to be called Freedom and it's going to be out July 8th and they just really dropped a new single from it this week, You Got the Best of Me. And uh, that's the second single. There was another one uh, that came out last year. And so, yeah, Mark, at July 8th, Journey's actually on the road right now. They, they, they've they been playing the uh, the way we used to be, the first single. I suspect they'll they'll put the other one into the set now. But other than the singles, have you heard anything else? No, just, just the two singles okay. right now. Uh, they're keeping it, keeping it kind of under wraps. I think they just finished it. I mean, they just finally mixed it, and everybody checked off on it. It was recorded. A lot of it was recorded during lockdown, so you had a... Neil Sean and Narada Michael Walden, the co-producer, out in the Bay Area working on stuff, and then they'd send files to Jonathan Kane in Nashville, and then they'd send stuff to Marnell um, Pineda in the Philippines, and so it got put together like that. And hopefully, you won't yeah. be disappointed when you purchase this new album. Yeah, you know the Journey. two the two songs they put out are are pretty good. You know, listen, they're they're one of those bands that's in that position where. You know, the Arden fans are happy to get a new album, but nobody's going to be playing that instead of Escape. <laughs> just, that, we don't. This, is just, this is just what happens. The Rolling Stones will put a new album out, and we'll still be playing Sticky Fingers and Exile on Main Street. Hey, what did you think about what Sting yeah. said about a, a band, being in a band, earlier this week? I know it's not on your list, what but he saying? Sting said bands are for kids. Or teenage, goes, or teenage gangs. He says they're teenage gangs, and it's just, he goes, I, I think it stifles creativity. Is that what, what exactly did he yeah, say, Yeah, that's pretty Gary? much that. No, that's pretty, that's pretty accurate to what he said. He was, you know, he was asked about the police reforming yet again and then making new music. And, you know, I mean, it's different strokes for different folks. You know, uh, guys like Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley want to be in a band. I think, and I think it's a British versus American thing too. I think I think the British people, musicians, a lot of who came from art school, and you know more intellectual side of rock and roll. You know they 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 see a shelf life for a band and then want to go do other things. In the case of the Police, you had three virtuosos. You know these guys are very. All three of them were very very accomplished musicians with ambitions that couldn't be contained in a in one band. So they all went out to do their own thing. And listen, after decades for Sting, especially after decades of doing his own his own thing, he is never going to be in a mindset of being in a band again. But they understand that people would like to see them together. Sure. And we again. got to see we got to see them when they did their uh what was it, oh seven, oh eight, when they did their reunion. So tours. basically so. their answer to that is 
yeah, we did that for you. Yeah, exactly. And now yeah, we're not so doing it. And now we're not doing they, it. You know, don't, don't they I, like money? Right. Like, don't they like hooking up they to just some kind money. of money mill? They yes, all, but they could have more. They money. could have more. They could have more money to their credit. <sighs> you know, much like uh, Robert Plant, who who we respect for not doing Led Zeppelin again just for the money. They these guys want to do things different that things, make, make exciting them feel things, creatively fulfilled. Sting was in that. Uh, only murders in the building. Oh, well, show. he was great. That was hysterical. He was yeah. in that. Yeah. He was funny. So he was, okay, he did that because he was very okay. Go back and make some he money. For, he did it for create. Well, yeah, he made money, but he did. He also did it. He didn't. That's something he doesn't have to do is be on a TV show, you know. But right. he went and did it because he's friendly with Steve Martin and Martin Short, and it sounded like a fun thing to do. I guess what I'm saying is, if I could do it, I'd make more money. Sure. Well, sure, we all would. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, okay, but we're not them. All right, yeah, I know. B- before we go, it just, you don't have to remind me of that. I know <laughs> it wouldn't. It wouldn't be a music uh, a music <laughs> report with Gary Graff if we didn't talk about Britney. I, I knew where I knew that one was coming. So yeah, Britney, of course you did. Britney Spears posted a message that she was going to take a break from social media. She of course posted this message on social media, but she's going to take a break for a little bit and go do her pregnancy and work on her memoir. And uh, didn't say when we might hear from her again. This is not the first time uh, she's done this, and we seem to hear from her in fairly short order. So, but for now, for now, no Britney on social media. But uh, you know, I don't think you know. you'll miss her for that long. A week? Will she be gone a uh, week? She seems. She seems to find things that she likes to tweet or Instagram about pretty. Pretty quickly. She took so. a break before, didn't she? She's taken a few breaks, or at least right, she said she's taken a few breaks. Back and, within you know, ten days. Well, some, of them, some of them are more like ten, yeah. Some of them are more like bathroom breaks. Yeah. Some of them are more like you a know, break right. can be ten days. A break can be a month. Did I sound critical yeah. there? I suppose I sounded you sounded critical confused, there. Cynical. like you didn't cynical. understand cynical, what a break was. Cynical. cynical, but realistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's Friday. I'm tired. <laughs> All right. Well, yes, have a break, Brittany. Enjoy rounds two, three, four, five, six, and seven of the draft uh, for the rest of the weekend, Gary. Yeah, yeah, my my, uh, cell phone alerts will take good care of me. All All right. right. Gary, have a good weekend. We'll talk to you next Friday. Next Friday. All right. Talk to you then. Bye-bye.